You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Fantasy Podcast, also known as PFP. Check us out online at packernet.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore PF Podcast. I am your host, Jacob. With me are my co-hosts, Justin and shirtless bad luck, Paul. I just want to take a second and let everyone know that today's show is brought to you by FGR, FertileGroundRanch.org. Um, if you guys can see what happens in our pregame setup for this, it's it's... It's definitely worth if we had like some sort of <laughs> if we ever get to like Patreon or something stupid like that, it'll be funny because you could just see a bunch of shenanigans that are not family friendly. Well, it's not not family friendly. It's just Paul likes most to- of it's family friendly. Yeah, Paul's just a weirdo and he likes to- <laughs> flexing the hairy pecs right now. <laughs> flexing, flexing with the gym res- results. He likes doing that. It's uh, it's good stuff. So, anyways, guys, on today's podcast, we're gonna recap that amazing Christmas Day win in Miami, and it was a little chilly there. If uh, I'm not mistaken, it was like the coldest game. I think one of the coldest games in Miami. It was like a freezing 45, wasn't it? Something around there. Sure enough. Yep, that's great. We brought a little bit of that, you know, Lambeau Field down south. We're gonna check out scores from around the NFL. We're gonna dive into our PFP playoffs and see who was eliminated and who moves on. And I'm not going to lie to you. Again, spoiler, I lost in both leagues. And um, I don't – we'll get into it. It's it's very troubling for me. It's going to be – Losers lose, dude. <clears throat> what happens? Okay, thanks, Paul. <laughs> and we're going to look back at our daily fantasy drafts to see if we won any money for the Lord. And guess what? Winners win. Cha-ching! We did. We're going to look back at the DraftKings and the underdog drafts that me and Paul did by ourselves because Justin decided to ditch us as well as Tony. And Tony is now actually ditching us for the second time in a row, which leads me to our first opening Tony segment um, where we've we've decided kind of just before we recorded that when a man named Tony or any man on the PFP podcast, this is two consecutive podcasts, we get to, to share a very embarrassing story about them. Paul, would you like to share the story about Tony just recently that uh, you told us about him being so whipped that he was um, just yeah. take it away real quick. So, so he, he spent a weekend down in North Carolina with his uh, partner and uh, the, the, he, he painted an entire room uh, blue yes. and uh, per her request. Per their request, yes. Their request. Uh, and and they, <laughs> she even picked the first color. They picked the first color, yes. 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 Together as a and team. And they, they decided, not Tony, they uh, decided that it was too close to the blue of the Marvel shield. And they told Tony he had to repaint it. I'm be, like upon fi- finishing it, immediately told him, no, this is not going to do it. Stay we're going to need, ex- need, need you to redo that. Extra day. Did she I'm need you to redo this entire room? Did she whoop him for painting the wrong color? Whoop him? <laughs> Probably. Uh, I'm pretty sure they whoop him on a regular basis. Yep, I agree. Well, okay. so um, this, is Justin, where, this is where the, I wouldn't uh, know is, the feeling. No, you wouldn't. We joked about Justin getting beat so that we didn't tell the truth about what was actually <laughs> happening. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's one of those, yeah, hidden ball tricks is what they call that. It was Tony, the... it was Tony projecting onto you, and we just went with it. We're, we apologize, Justin. Right, we're kind of enablers. Yeah, we should probably we'll we'll figure this out. But Justin, how other apology? Well, I other than um, you know, the reverse situation we just found out about Tony. How was your holiday? Did you have a good one? Were you forced to pay any walls? Were you actually beat up this time, or did you make it through? Uh, I caught a couple right hands, but I made it out all right. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. uh, I I had a good holiday with family. I usually try to avoid family events when it comes to Packer games because I'm the only one that gets as psyched as I do. But uh, my wife had her family Christmas going exactly at the same time as the game was going on. So that's perfect. Everyone was just kind of walking around. Walking leave, around me, dude. and I'm glued. No, I was glued to the TV the whole time. Okay. They're they're all open in presence, and I'm yelling at the game. But dude. you know, it is what it is. We came out with a W, and it was an entertaining game. So we're we're still uh, looking playoff bound. I think right now. I agree. I agree. So Paul, still, how- what do you mean? You guys have been complaining about this season the whole time. I've been telling you, you're still in the playoff hunt this entire time. Well, you know what? Paul? I do. I do think that the Vikings are as much as I hate the Vikings, Paul. I, I do think they're going to come to play. They, they don't want to see the Packers in the well, playoffs. Well, here, here's the deal. And Paul well, kind of – No, they're not Paul, going to. If they, I mean, if they if the Packers beat them, the the 49ers aren't going to lose the rest of the year. So it's, the Packers will sneak in as a seventh seed, and the Vikings will slip down to the three seed. So I don't think they're going to end up playing in the playoffs anyways. Hmm. Well, that's interesting because, I mean, as Paul – uh, noted just earlier we were a little bit down on the dumps just because we don't want to be selling y'all hopium see what i did there's hope hopium because it's we were i was a little more pessimistic than i usually am but here's the deal justin this now this week we're not just kind of again homers we're looking at the facts we're looking at hard data here we needed four teams to lose i believe those teams were the giants the lions the commandos and the what was the other one the Seahawks, Seahawks, and Seahawks. all four of those teams lost. I mean, bing, bang, boom, boom. They just knocked them all out. It was perfect. And then all we had to do was win. And we did that. So that right now encourages me to the point where, <clears throat> I mean, we've got a number of ways now that we, I think there's even still a possibility that we can lose going no. against so the Queens and then I, still. I, s- I don't think so. You know, one thing, so. Re- one thing real quick, looking at playoff scenarios. Oh, no, we need a Lions this to lose morning. That was one of those. One thing looking at playoff scenarios this morning is that I really another thing that I don't think a lot of people are paying attention to. I really think that we need this weekend. We need the Eagles to lose and the Cowboys to win because our our yes. best bet, our best bet to get into the playoffs is for Washington to lose one more and then we win out. But if Washington does not lose to Cleveland this weekend, which I don't expect. They're, we're going to have to have Dallas beat Washington. And if this weekend, if Philly doesn't lose and Dallas doesn't win at the same time, there's a pretty good chance that Dallas is not going to play their starters in that last week against yeah. Washington. And right. that's not a good well, And Washington's doing that weird thing now. Didn't they start Wentz again? Or not start, but they pulled Heineke and sent Wentz in for a while. So they're kind of messing around with quarterback. I mean – I don't know, man. I don't know what to think. The Giants are, uh, you know, they, they put up a decent effort. What did you think about your – we'll let Paul talk about his Vikings again for about one minute. Go ahead, Paul. What did you think about that game? Uh, it just was a normal Vikings game. 
uh, 11, it's, uh, it's, 11 one point or was it 11 one score victories? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's very NFL record. It's like it's like not even uh, it, I mean, yeah, it's not it. Well, I, I, I expected exactly what happened in a lot of ways. Uh, the Giants play the same type of game that the Vikings do. So uh, I did not expect like a 61 yard field goal to win or anything. So that was a little exciting, but uh, it was, yeah, I don't know for, for the Vikings year, it was kind of a run in the mill, but uh, I mean, I'm still, I'm still, a, I'm still a healthy skeptic. Let's say that I think the, the playoffs, <clears throat> that luck, that luck might run out eventually, but I, I don't know. I've, I've also been saying maybe luck is the way the Vikings do this. Cause uh, being the best team has never worked out for them. It doesn't work out for the Packers either. No, that's true. That's <laughs> Paul, true. did you watch the Packers that game is, yesterday? That is true. I did. I did. Yeah. Was that not that, entertaining or what? I mean, what? Not really. <laughs> I thought it was a great game. That you that had a concussed half... quarterback throw three interceptions in a in a quarter. Hey. I felt bad. I mean, the NFL should be ashamed of itself. Oh my lord! Okay, so I actually just. Like an hour before we started recording, I saw that they said that Tua was in concussion pr- protocol again. I don't remember a point in the game yesterday where I saw that he got hit. No, I don't either, honestly. To the point where he should have been. Where they were just like, that dude just threw three interceptions, three drives in a row, put him in concussion protocol because clearly <laughs> he is not thinking straight. I mean, I, that's kind of what it – I, yeah, I, I, I never saw him get hit. I don't remember any hit either, but real quick, let's let's get into that. Let's real quickly um, recap this Packers Dolphins win. Again, the Packers now seven and eight, or I'm sorry, at the point we're seven and eight. <clears throat> I mean, it was uh, like I said, a little chilly there. It was really really nice to see. Usually, they have a home field advantage in the way that it's just humid and muggy and gross, and especially when you get taken out of that element, being that we are obviously playing in the middle of frigid temperatures. That that temperature shock can definitely mess with you. And the leaders of the game, I mean, it's kind of funny how that works Tua was the leader pass leading passer 310 yards one touchdown obviously had the three interceptions Mostert was the leading rusher with 45 yards not a big rushing yard game for any team for either team Jalen Waddle had 143 yards and a touchdown off of five receptions speaking of back, back to your rushing yards correct me if I'm wrong and you may look back on this but I believe after that the Packers defense struggled against the run in the first quarter for the back three quarters, the Dolphins had like, I think it was like 26 yards rushing or something for the whole game after that. Really? Look, well, and that's look that thing. up, but I'm, but I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Well, and that's, that's the thing is the tale of two halves. This was, I believe the first time, gosh, I'd have to look back at this too, but I'm pretty sure just from memory, it's the first time we pitched a shutout in the last, the second half of a game. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just, I haven't, I don't remember anything coming to mind that we had done that. Um, this year and it was really cool seeing you know uh, ryan always talks about guys needing to get motivated motivated and whether or not we could have the you know certain coaches get hired ex-players i saw randomly that al harris is the d-backs coach for dallas boom that exactly like fits what i was thinking or what i think aaron uh ryan was thinking because that just seems perfect yeah al harris he's all decked out and like chains and iced out he still looks like he could like take some snaps and really like he he just looks like a (laughs) He's rallying the guys up, getting them all jacked up. I think he's like Diggs is, you know, favorite coach or whatever. And then anyways, um, Al Harris is a DB coach in Dallas. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't, I did not even know that. That's I know. And then so Packers, shut up. Packers, 
cornerback Jair knew the secondary needed to start playing better against Miami after the defensive backs coach, Jerry Gray, who we stole from Minnesota, you'll remember, he said that he yelled at them at halftime. And he says that woke us up for sure. Alexander said, he's not really a yelling type of, uh, of coach or whatever, but after he did that, he basically, it said, we needed to get our, you know, what together and uh, Gray's motivational effort worked. The Packers intercepted two or three times in the fourth quarter to complete their quarterback and defeat the Dolphins 26 to 20 to keep their playoff hopes alive. So um, when you really quick look at the NFC North standings, the, the Vikings 12 and three, <clears throat> they're, they're locking that up. Detroit lost a major, major game to Carolina. That was one that I did not see coming. They got blown out. And did you guys watch that game at all or see any highlights? I used to be in this situation. No, I did not. Yeah. Miami ended up being eight and seven, second in the AFC East, only to the Buffalo, obviously, Bills, who are 12 and three. I mean, um, <clears throat> when you look at the total yards, we lost that. We only had 301 to their 376. They had four turnovers to our one. Rodgers was 24 38 for 238, one touchdown, one interception. Tua, 16 to 25, 310, one, inter- one touchdown, three interceptions. Dylan was our leading rusher with 18. I'm sorry, 11 carries on 36 yards, and he did get that touchdown. Mostert was there, leading rusher with eight carries, 45 yards. We had 17 first downs to their 15. We had the time of possession beat 32 minutes even to their 28. I mean, and our leading receiver was Lazard with five catches with 61 yards. So, <clears throat> not man, that that would have been Christian Watson if he played the second half. I know, the dude, Watson was that on dude had. Watson had six catches in the first half, and then he went out. I don't know if you remember from earlier hip, in the season, hip injury. but there there was a there was a stat that they put out that Romeo Dobbs was the only rookie since Sterling Sharp to catch eight passes in a game yes. earlier in the season. You, you know, if Watson was healthy for the second half of that game, he's stomping that. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I agree. I think that's true. And then Keyshawn Nixon, guys, this might be my favorite. Just – the way he's came on the scene has just been amazing. He had two kickoff returns for 113 yards, averaging 56.5, had a long of 93. I just wish he would have, you know, put that one in. It would have been great. The three interceptors, interceptors, interceptors. It sounds like a dinosaur. Uh, Jair Alexander, Devondre Campbell, and Razul Douglas sealed that one. And he just always has a knack for, like, putting on that 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 dagger, if you will, you know, to steal from Wayne Larrabee. Again, we talked about the uh, Packers. The Packers rushing game was pitiful, bro. It was, it was not good. We averaged 3.2 yards a run. The whole offense was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, it just, it wasn't a smooth game. Rogers missed a lot of balls in the first half. I'm I'm just going to say that he did not look sharp. Um, Even that one, like Watson should have had an open touchdown, but he threw him down. If that makes sense. He threw it across his body to the point where, uh, Watson had to completely basically go against his momentum and just twerk his body in a way just to make the catch, which eventually forced him down to the ground as, uh, before the, before the goal Put line. This and, way, Tua threw those three interceptions and still had a higher quarterback rating than Aaron Rodgers. Did. That's a good point. That's a good point, Paul. Yes, very much so. Um, and then there were, again, there's some fumbling issues there, but um, not, nothing major there. And on the defensive side of the ball, Adrian Amos had 11, tackle, 11 tackles. Jerron Reed had a great game, um, had a sack, a tackle for a loss. Preston came in there, had a sack. Jair had a great game again. I, I Jair makes me – I don't know what to think about Jair lately. He either – I love his swagger. <clears throat> I love the post-game show he did in the interview. It's hilarious. But it's just like – it just seems like he's 
he's too hot and cold this year. He's he's really sometimes lets a lot of stuff go where I'm I'm just not impressed for how much of a you know Who's what Tucker he is. Ennis Gaines is one of our um, newly acquired guys. He's been in and out of the team. He's a safety. He um he he's been a decent plug and play guy. Not, nothing to you know much talk about other than that. What, what positions he played? Safety. Okay. So real quick, guys, let's look at some other uh, schools around the league. The Chargers and Colts, that's going to be going on tonight. No, not actually kicked off. Usually it will be kicked off by the time we're doing this. But Justin was being a little you-know-what and had to make a start early tonight. So He didn't, he didn't want to catch another right hook. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. So I understand that, Justin. The Jaguars ended up beating the Jets on a Thursday night shocker. I well, The Jaguars are really kind of coming on, trying to find – I think they're finding themselves a little bit. Even Ingram had another great – In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Dave, for a tight end, I mean, fantasy, that's crazy. The Bills, dude. The Bills stomped the Bears. That game was actually way closer than it seems for most of that game. So that's, you know, interesting. Josh Allen only had 172 yards passing. It did have two touchdowns. Singletary finally shows up, has 106 yards rushing and a touchdown. The Saints-Browns game was kind of a snoozer, 17-10. The Chiefs ended up kind of running all over the Seahawks. The Vikings-Giants, as we talked about, 27-24, another crazy just last-minute win for the Vikes this game. I don't know what to say. Justin Jefferson, 12 receptions, 133 yards, a touchdown. He's sniffing that record um, for all time. He's sniffing that 2,000 yards in a so season my question is, if he, beats, if he beats Calvin Johnson's record in 17 games, what do he you want? He needs that? like 244 this game, right? Well, no, I'm saying in 17 games. So if he does in the next two oh, weeks, okay. What do you I mean, what do you think on that? I think, I mean, I think it's iffy. They were saying the same thing about Cooper Cup last year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is okay, so there used to be a 14 game season, but eventually, I mean, the proximity to it changing to 17 games, I think, is why it's a big deal, I guess. If this was 10 years from now and it was 17 games for a while, it'd probably be considered the new record, I guess. But I don't I don't know. I just, I I don't know how I feel about it if he does get there. So I will be honest I'm just with curious you. curious how if, you guys if, felt it. I just think if the Packers defense yeah. if the defense plays Minnesota anytime any way the same that they did in week one, he might get two hundred and fifty yards no, sh- on Sunday. No, no, yeah, I mean we just let two hundred and like forty six yards go between Waddle and uh, well, no. Hill. Look, look back so, on the stats. What did Justin Jefferson get in Week One? Because I feel like it was close it was to it was. Rec- I think he broke the record in the. It first was ridiculous. Half. <laughs> it was stupid. He can, he cannot get that again. No, 
I agree. Well, and then let's move on quick here. Uh, Bengals 22-18. That was a nail-biter there. That's a good game. Like we talked about, the Panthers schmucked the Lions 37-23. to Ravens over the Falcons 17-9. Defensive battle there. Oh, they were talking about how Roquan has really performed a lot better since he moved to that Ravens team, and I can honestly see that because, you know, they're surrounded. Ravens have always just they, – they through the draft, through free agency, they just seem to always, always, always have a great defense. So – Good for you, Rokon, you little weirdo. Uh, 1914, the Texans <laughs> over the Titans. And then one that really, really, really helped us out, the 49ers schmuck the Commanders, 37-20. to 20. Uh, Purdy did the job, man. He's 15 for 22, 234, two touchdowns. Ray Ray McLeod, the third. One, was that say one carry for 71 yards? And I went, yep, that, was a, that must have been like some sort of sneaky, sneaky deaky. Mr. George Kittle had six receptions, 120 yards and two touchdowns. A really good game for him. So he, <laughs> I was dominating my uh, semifinal matchup until George Kittle went off for that. Now, and, and this is my money, big money league. And now I need uh, Herbert to not get outscored by 20 points between Eckler and Pittman tonight. What do you think? Am I, am I okay? Or All I know is that, yeah. Nathaniel Hackett got fired, so that's funny. Sorry, that just flashed up while we were talking. Um, <laughs> that is kind of funny. Is he coming back? He'll probably be back with the Packers now, right? You know what? That's if he's him. smart, he will be. Maybe that's what one of those things that they'll kind of use to taunt Rodgers and be like, yo, we'll get your boy back. We'll yeah, because Rodgers loved him. Yeah. Loved but the him. thing, we were talking about this in the group chat earlier. The thing about Hackett as a Packers coach is he, he wasn't – yes, he was the offensive coordinator, but but – not really, though. The right. dude was just a motivator. You know what I mean? Like they liked how he hyped up the players. The maybe that's in Green we, Bay. You know, it's, it sounds like that's kind of what we've been lacking lately. So, well, right, and no, I agree with that. But with when it comes to the offensive scheme, it, it's Lafleur's offense, and it always has been. So he's just right. kind of like a, a motivational guy. He's a puzzle piece so there. Yeah, just just bring him back into the locker room. And he doesn't have to be the offensive coordinator. He can just kind of be a guy. Right. And then the guys, the Eagles end up losing to the Cowboys 34 to 40. Gardner Minshew, he put up a game 24, 43, 55, two touchdowns. Miles Sanders had a really costly fair ball at the end of that game. I remember watching that. That was not great. CD Lamb had himself a day of 10 receptions, 120 yards, two touchdowns. Steelers beat the Raiders 13 to 10. The Raiders are just, I mean, I wonder what Devontae really thinks. Like, what, what am I doing? Why am I here? Obviously, the Packers won 26 20. Over those stupid, stupid, cold dolphins. <laughs> They're like tuna, right? Mash them up, eat them legally. <laughs> Don't take them out of the nets. That used to be when I was a kid, long, short, long, just random aside. I used to be really into whales because I watched like uh, Free Willy or Free Willy. Yeah. Orcas <laughs> are not nice creatures, dude. They're like the most murderous animals in the sea. And they like kill. They're one of the only animals that kill for fun and that will just like rip their pray apart just to like do it and <laughs> they won't eat it and they'll just like kick seals out of the air like hundreds of feet just to watch them like die anyways free willy guys check that out um so uh i didn't know you were such a whale aficionado this is exciting. I, when i was a little boy i wanted to be a marine biologist i had oh, a little... is that a, is that a bloody mary a bloody yes, mary is it is paul on the screen again doing stuff he is that's a yeah i hope that's a bloody, bloody mary it Seven o'clock at night. I, I thought that was like a hangover drink. That's a uh, you know, I, like to, I like drink, to. Man. I like to get my uh, night of drinks started. I guess with some Bloody Marys. I guess I, I thought that was kind of a morning thing, but no. maybe I'm the only morning drinker in the. <laughs> Rams trounced the Broncos fifty-one to fourteen. That 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 trade 
for Wilson might go down as one of the worst trades in NFL history if this keeps up. I mean, that was unbelievable um, how bad they have been. The Buccaneers. So I'm, good friends, I'm good friends with the Broncos fan. I asked him if, if it was a top five worst trade in history, and he said top three without question. So, I mean, it's, it's not going well. Yeah. No, no. Buccaneers squeak out a win 19-16 over the Cardinals. That's not really – I mean, the Cardinals are just junk. Greg Dorsch, though, 10 receptions, 98 yards. Guy who just – Keeps making plays. I don't know what's going on there. All right. Now we have to move on to some some uncomfortable business here. I need to um is it I I lost both my (laughs) matchups this this week, guys, in um fantasy football in the day league. I and you know was already in the consolation bracket, so it didn't really mean anything, but I lost to BD Bombers. I have like a slight snowball's chance in uh, Hades if like my kicker, Dicker the kicker from LA, I think if he gets like 30 points. So we need to run a lot of fakes, a lot of a lot of long field goals. So let's try that, please, or something like that. I believe is there. Um, but Justin, <clears throat> Justin is going to end up overtaking cheesy weezers. Come on, man. Come don't on, say cheesy. that. Don't it's, don't. It's don't. gonna happen. I mean, let's it's, go cheesy. What what yeah. basically is the worst? It's gonna be probably Geico Gecko versus Justin for the tr- championship trophy, which is just. Oh, no, don't don't count out Green Nineteen either. They're they're neck and neck. Not really. Their their projections are within three points of each other before yeah, tonight's but, game. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, but that's true. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Look now, at, in the look, night, look league, at the matchup. I know it's a good matchup. It's a good matchup in the night league. This is where need, I thought. Who does cheesy need to go off tonight? Uh, hold on, I'm gonna pull it up real quick because yeah. I, I'm serious. They are super close. Either one of them could win it. Pull it up because I don't have that in front of me. Oh, okay. So, oh, you you need you wanted to know who Cheesy Weezers needs to go off. No, no, no. To to beat me. Yes, you could. Well, yeah. Cheesy Weezers to beat me needs Mike Williams to get forty-two points. Keepers. I'm cool with that. So I'm I'm gonna. I feel pretty comfortable, but with my luck, you know, that's probably gonna fail. But for the other matchup, the. Geico, Geico Gecko versus Green 19. Green 19 has Justin Herbert. And he Justin Herbert is projected 20 points right now. If he cracks 24, then he wins. Well, so, so, okay, that, that is possible. It, it's fully dependent on, on Justin Herbert for him. Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm cheering with you tonight, Green 19. I need Justin Herbert, too. Well, I'm, I'm cheering I, against him because I, I think I'd rather I'd rather play. Looking at the matchup, I think I'd rather play Geico Gecko in the. Wow, Geico we'll Gecko! He just he just intentionally walked you to face the next. Called player. out. <laughs> no, and and no, t- going face back, away, whatever you know. What I mean. Very very first, and I don't know why I remember this, but my very first matchup of the season was against Geico Gecko, and he beat me. So revenge game. Well, in the night <laughs> league, guys, this is uh, where I thought that I was going to make you know my thunder. I was going to concede that, you know, maybe Justin would win the day league, but I would win the night league and it'd be great. And that I would win it alone, but nope. I lost as the third seed to cheese. The Queens, cheese, the queen, cheese, the Queens put up 145.9. You just need a 30, 30 30.9 tonight. Yeah. This might be out of that. It might be, I need a 30 burger out of the dicker, the kicker again, or it's one of the two. I I think that's might be what it is. But then the worst part about this guys is not only am I most likely going to lose, I'm going to lose. And then Tony looks as if he is going to win or did win. And he's going to then go on to the final. So I have to then. Is he? 
I thought he said earlier that he forgot to set his lineup. Was no, he joking? He he maybe forgot to set his optimal lineup, but whatever lineup he is in is he going snuck to in with end an 83. up. 83.48. He won over Jake from State Farm, got 82.16. Are you serious? You can't make that up. He he won in the, he won in the final four with an 83. Yes. Shh, I don't want to talk about it. Just stop. Talk about it. It so now I have to face the prospect that in both Poor of my shoot. leagues. I'm ended up probably going to have to give Joe Justin a trophy and pay Tony money. He's not going to take money from you either. Oh, he will. Think he- oh, yes, he will. <laughs> he will take my money. Trust me. He will. But here, let's move on real quick, and we'll get you guys out of here pretty quickly tonight. Um, one thing that me and Paul did right last week, I didn't tell you this, Paul, but we did place in our How- NFL showdown 20K huddle single entry, the Green Bay versus Miami lock that we did. We actually did a really, really good – we could have done some stuff different and we could have, you know, rearranged certain stuff, but we did have Mostert as our captain. He ended up with 8.85, which was really not great. But Hill, we had Waddle, Man, that first Watson. drive, though, didn't it look like that was going to be the pick of the day? It really did, yeah. Crosby was even in there who ended up getting us 15. Anytime you can get 15 from a kicker, that is a really, really great play. We had Dobbs, Watson, Waddle, Hill, and Mostert. That was, I mean, I, maybe we would have put like uh, Dylan at that captain spot. It probably would have helped us out quite a bit more. Um, but we did win ten dollars. I donated already to Fertile Ground Ranch. So <clears throat> hey. you're welcome for the Lord. But I tell you what, we did real bad. And uh underdog's just not for us, man. We cannot get the underdog to give us any love. The only I have like a thirty dollar bank in underdog and I haven't used it because I keep failing. Yeah, it's it's not easy, man. It's just it's, I know how they make their money, man. They just because is one it, for four bad. One for four is bad. So mm-hmm. you know, you know how it's <laughs> called the little yeah. slight rule that they throw in One there for five. that you you have to choose a second team yeah has yeah. screwed me because i feel like so many times i put in my bets in there and i nail it for one team but their mm-hmm. opponent or whoever else i'm trying to choose right. screws me every time i don't yeah. i don't know the only the only stat that we ended up guessing right was we said that Waddle would get over 65 and a half receiving yards. He ended up with yeah, 100. Got that on his first section. <laughs> yeah, legit. Yep. We had said that Watson would get over 53.5, which he definitely would have if he not had gotten hurt. Um, and then again, guys, that was real quickly. That's a hip injury. He's considered day to day. He did basically say that he's not really worried about it. So I'm not worried, worried about it, but it just is weird that they pulled him so quickly. Cause at that point we still needed him in the game. And at halftime he had his pads off. He was joking around. So it was like, all right, well, hopefully it's just precautionary, I guess, but let's just look real quickly at some PFP from week 15 or PFP, PF, PFF, PPR rankings for certain wide receiver groups and quarterback groups. We'll, we'll just do like the uh, skill set. So we'll do quarterback, uh, wide receiver, running back, and tight end. So wide receiver real quickly. CeeDee Lamb had an absolute day, followed by Justin Jefferson. CeeDee had 34 points. Justin Jefferson tied for second with J- Devontae Smith, who also had 31.3. T. Higgins, that guy has just been a workhorse all year. Jalen Waddle, as we talked about, 25.3. Kendrick Bourne, that's one of those um, discount plays, followed by another discount. Isaiah Hodgins by another discount. Greg Dorch by another discount. Jacoby Myers, I mean, <clears throat> who would have thought that the, DJ the, Moore's a discount? Jay DJ Hon- Moore's a discount. DeHaan, Trenton Irwin, huh? Who? who? Who's that? I don't who know who that is. Us. Anyways, Jerry Judy and then Terry McLaurin. That I would never have guessed. After the first five that is a complete you know what show i mean i don't even 
that's not even funny. The running back situation is a little more understandable, but still a little, um, some, some mix-ups in there. Cam Akers, number one, Saquon, number two, Leonard Fournette, number three, Connor, number four, Deontay Foreman had a day. Devin Singletary finally showed up. Um, and then Kamara, Devin Henry, Derek Henry, sorry. Uh, James Cook, Joe Mixon, okay. Tyler Algier has been showing up lately. And then um, on the quarterbacks, I did not start Dak Prescott, who was the number one overall performing quarterback with 29 fantasy points in PPR. Good for you, man. Jared Goff ends up at <laughs> 25.7, ranking number two, followed by Joe Burrow and then Josh Allen. And then Garner, my mustache is better than Justin's Minshew. And is he it? had a oh dude, have you seen his mustache? It it's, is. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's he's got a solid mustache. Kirk Cousins jealous. is number six. That stinks. Sam Darnold number eight. Daniel Jones. I mean, so that's the thing. Danny Dimes and Trevor Lawrence have been sneaking in the top ten a lot lately. It's uh, our Mister Aaron Rodgers ends up being fourteenth overall with fourteen point three fantasy points. So me, you know. And then the tight end position here, guys. This was T.J. Hawkinson had a day. Very absolute day. Biggest score of the biggest score of the whole week, I guess. He was 35.9 fantasy points, followed by Higby with the Rams there with 30.4. Kittle had another great day, 30 flat. Zane Zilstra, 25.6, the guy that's taken over for Hawkinson. And then Evan Ingram again has another amazing day as a tight end in Jacksonville, 18.3 points. Guys, that's pretty much gonna wrap up this uh, episode of PFP. And um, we did not get graced by Tony's presence. He didn't respond to us. So whatever, Tony. He doesn't care about us. No, he doesn't. Even though he will, I'm sure, be back here. He's probably chained up in the basement. Well, that's he's probably painting the basement. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, it could go a number of ways. It's either a happy basement (laughs) or a very bad basement. Well, he's got his, he's staying over at in a hotel right now because his lady friend, his partner, I mean, sorry, lives on uh, their parents' property and (laughs) there's no shacking up. Yep. Very uh, old school. It's in the the Bible Belt country. You can't so. drink because they're they're not about drinking down there either. Nope, gotta be holy. And Tony is a man of God. We all know that. He's a holy, holy man. So sober, chained up, Tony. <laughs> See, it it benefits y'all to make sure that you get on the podcast because if you miss a podcast, we're just gonna make fun of you ruthlessly. And, I figured uh, that out. Yep, Justin's a, Justin's a product of that. He knows that. Hey, at but least it, you met my wife now, and you know she's not that mean. She's, no, she's a very mean. nice lady. She's a very nice lady. So is Clayton's wife. All the wives are nice. She's please not that nice. Please don't she, hit us. All, yeah. They're ladies. They're not that nice. Ladies. No, every lady is nice, and then tell they're not nice, and then it's just really scary, and nobody says anything for a while. <laughs> they're nice until they own you. Yeah, and just walk around like a couple gunslingers. <laughs> we, we call that marriage. Yo, I've lived with two women. I've lived with two women before. I I know I know what it's basically all about. I get it. It's uh, all of a sudden something goes quiet, and you're not sure why. Jacob like, Bus Booth, sorry, is looking for a wife out there, lady. Oh God, I don't think I am, man. I might just uh, I might just fly solo. Anyways, let's uh wrap this up, guys. All if right, you have any. <laughs> If you have any emails or whatever, you can hit us up at Packard at fantasy at gmail.com or messages on the Twitter or Instagram at underscore PF podcast. Happy new year. Go pack go. And of course, F the Vikings. Yes. Wow. I like that one. Hey, yo. Rogers. F Tom Brady. Here, though. But no, 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 no.